Hello everybody and welcome back to Cat's Tea and Witchcraft. My name is Fauna and I am your host. This episode is going to be about cleansing for episode 18. Cleansing is something that you do to get rid of bad energy, stagnant, or just extra energy that isn't wanted within a person's energy field, items, or a particular location. The importance of cleansing is that it is believed that when you have a clean energy field or environment, it kind of just makes things feel a little bit better and maybe work a little bit better than if you have old energy or bad energy there. Um, it can help get rid of negative influences that can affect someone's health, mental state, and different results that you might get or want to get um, when you're doing um, magic. Um, even if it's just a placebo effect, it can help people regain focus, their environment can feel fresh, and then they can just kind of start from like a clean slate in your area. Even if it's just like a fresh smell-induced thing, or just visually you see that something has been cleaned, you feel so much better. Um, for example, for a non-magical example on needing to feel cleansed and clean is for me in the mornings, I can't function and really and do much until I've taken a shower. So I, I can't really feel relaxed if my room is dirty and I'm trying to get things done. Um, even when it comes just to doing rituals, I have to have my room clean before I do any ritual prep because I feel like it's disrespectful to me, disrespectful to the deities and energies that I'm working with and that's not even a spiritual cleanse or using any sort of sprays or any sort of smoke cleansing. That's just normal cleaning. So and I know it can kind of be twisted into the same way. It's just a mental stimulation if you believe it's a placebo. Um, I will get into the actual things and different ways you can cleanse and some of those are more spiritual and some of them people feel like there is a scientific but also a magical reason for why they work but magic is very based on intent which I say every episode and many other people do so no matter what your reason for doing certain things that intent is what is important. Um, if you haven't done any cleansing before or maybe you don't do it very often it is generally encouraged that you do different types of cleansings every so often if it's yourself if it's your environment if it's the tools you're using um if you believe that things absorb energy and you're around and have you ever had like a really bad day and you just feel completely off until you ha somehow cleanse yourself or like you're able to release all the negative energies that were around you. Maybe so you got into an argument and you just feel dirty from the argument because there's so much negativity around you and you ha just have to go for a fresh walk or take a shower just to relax and feel reset. Um, same concept when it comes to tools that you use. Um, if you use crystals, crystals need to be cleansed because it is believed that they absorb energy and release energy. So things like that is why you should do these things every so often. Because even spaces people can walk through and they can leave residual energy, negative or positive. And sometimes if you just want to have everything clean with a clean slate, a good cleanse every week, maybe once a month, whatever you feel is needed. So when you are doing stuff magically, think about the last time you cleanse your tools or maybe it's been a while. So 
go based on how you feel and how your tools feel. If something feels off, go ahead and just cleanse it because sometimes it just could be just stagnant. And a, just a good fresh cleanse can make all the difference in how you feel. And it doesn't even need to take a long time. Generally, cleanses only really take a few minutes. Sometimes people also do cleanses not just for like normal energy, but if they feel there are spirits or any if you believe in demons or just things like of that nature like in the show Supernatural they'll use salt they'll use other things to like get rid of or keep ghosts out or whatever so depending on your practice and what your beliefs are same concept like that if you have spirits some people will use sage and other herbs to get rid of spirits um some people use salt to outline their circles when they're doing magic to protect against energies that might try to come at you or affect your craft. Um, so there's just different things that you can do. Um, like I mentioned, you could do tools like your wands, your athames, your crystals, people you, people in your living space. If you have a coven and you guys are all coming from different places, you might want to cleanse everyone with a spray or of some sort before you guys enter a circle because you don't want to be bringing in anyone's crazy energy from the outside into your circle. You want to be nice and cleansed. Uh, living spaces, your altar, I mentioned crystals with your tools and then even your divination tools if you keep them separate um, because sometimes when you shuffle things around or maybe if you work with clients their energies can also get attached to things even if it's not yours even just a few minutes touching something there's been a connection of some sort so sometimes just shuffling things around and just get some movement also can make a difference especially when it comes to working with cards the first type of cleansing that I'm going to go over is smoke cleansing. Smoke cleansing is passing your tools or yourself or anything through smoke from incense or different herbs that are burned. Um, I would not recommend doing this if you are around people or animals who are allergic to particular type of herbs or have any lung conditions such as asthma or anything worse. There are alternatives to cleansing besides smoke cleansing. So some of the popular types of smoke cleansing tools that people use is sage, which is usually the first people try to grab because it is the first thing that older books usually recommend. And I'm saying older books in particular because the view on this has changed over the years and I will go over that at the end of the podcast. But different types of sage that people tend to use is white sage, blue sage, I think, which I have not used in garden and common sage. Um, there are also some other things such as sweetgrass, Palo Santo, and other woods that you can use. And other herbs that are popular is rosemary, lavender, cinnamon, juniper, thyme, pine, and spruce. Um, you can use a bunch of different herbs. And they all have slightly different, um, not effects, but spiritual representations to things. Like sage will get rid of negative and positive energy so your environment will probably be very neutral but if you use something as lavender or palo santo you'll get rid of negative stuff and probably keep more of the good stuff so depending on what your goal is will depend on what you want to use and that will go for any types of herbs that you use i would say that there are some herbs that you should not burn because some of the oils in them 
or they are just toxic or they will burn. Imagine burning mint and you're burning mint. That is going to be strong. The smell is going to be overpowering in your nose and your eyes and it, it might burn if you're not careful. Imagine getting mint in your eyes. It already gives you a tangle. At least I experienced that and I don't like mint um, when you ingest it. So do your research on the proper herbs to use because there are also other herbs that could probably be toxic. Normally you're gonna use herbs that have been dried out because it makes it easier to burn it because all the moisture has been removed from it. And if you make your own herb bundles, you bundle them up, you get a, like a nice thick um, bundle of it and then you can wrap it up with some string. You can either purchase um, herb bundles from stores that are pre-done, you can order them online, or you can make your own. Either if you grow your own herbs or you can purchase herbs that are at grocery stores and then dry them out. Right now, um, things that you're probably hearing in more modern conversations is with Sage and Palo Santo, a lot of people are moving away from using them. Um, and I'm just gonna go over one of the reasons right now. And one of the reasons is that they're being unethically harvested and they're being over harvested. So a lot of people don't want to be purchasing them because things aren't being done correctly or it's being done too much and then it's affecting the plants and infecting the affecting the environment or some sort. So if you feel like you don't wanna to contribute to that, there are other herbs that you can use to also get results. Another option for smoke cleansing is using incense. Um, just like you would with um, the herbs and stuff, you can use incense instead. You can lose cone incense, stick incense, or if you make or purchase loose um, leaf incense, uh, that's usually either a combo of like resin and herbs or just one or the other. I really don't work with those myself, so I am not someone to give you the proper description and use of those. Um, I don't like doing that because I feel like it's a little more messy than I want to deal with. And um, I just really haven't diving into that yet. And I've always just used cone or stick incense because it's easy and they're pre-made and I haven't made my own because you can actually make your own cone and stick incense. But that's definitely a process that needs to be perfected. Um, but some popular ones that are used and tend to be good is using frankincense, myrrh, sage in the incense form, nagchampa, sandalwood, patchouli, dragon's blood, and my personal favorite is rose. I just really like how it smells. It might not be the best for all situations, but I really like using the rose incense. And lavender, lavender in any form tends to be really popular and really good as well. And I did mention resin, um, I don't use it and I've never used it and I know nothing on it, but I know on different podcasts and things that I have listened to or read in regards to it, mention resin, but I have such little information, I'm not even gonna provide you with any because I fear that I would tell you something wrong. And if you don't have any of those things or maybe you're working outside so you have a completely different environment, you can still use all those things but you might not get the same result because you're outside. So if you're doing any sort of bond or campfire, use the smoke that comes from that as a cleansing form because the wood that you're burning also has elements. So maybe if you're outside, use a particular type of wood and then you can get the results depending on the type of wood that you use. I guess you could use cedar, or if you use pine, or if you use other sort of hardwoods, you might get some different um, attributes out of them. And even if you are inside and you're not using incense and you're not using herbs, maybe you're just trying to like 
cleanse your tools a little bit more and this technique I use more for my tools and not for crystals but more for like my athame or my tarot cards and things of that sort. Um, I'll have a candle and I'll hover the tools above the flame not in the flame but to try to get some of that heat from it because heat we all know heat does get rid of germs and stuff so kind of just the uh, symbolism and getting a little bit of heat to maybe get some of the outside ickies off of it if you don't want to work with fire or any sort of smoke for various reasons you can also make sprays if you don't have an allergy to certain oils or sprays this is really good and I actually use sprays more than I will use other herbs for cleansing. I use incense all the time but I don't want to use um, sage or palo santo a lot so I've resorted to using a sage spray that I have made. And the cool thing about these sprays is they're really easy to make. You can also buy them, but they tend to come in small bottles and are probably a lot more expensive than what you can make on your own. So you can make your own spray with particular oils or infuse them with herbs as well on the inside. I got a really big spray bottle that's probably the size of a Windex bottle. And it was just a plain one where you could put your own stuff into it. And so I put distilled or I don't know if I did distilled filtered or bottled water but all three of those options are really good you just want to make sure your water is really really clean um, I also put drops of sage oil in it essential oil not fragrance essential oil then I also put lavender I think in it just to kind of give it a fresh smell with it because I really like lavender and then I put two shots of vodka in it the vodka is to help prevent it from molding because even if you leave like a cup out you can sometimes have mold grow in it if there's any sort of bacteria so that alcohol gets rid of the possibility of it like building germs at least for an extended period of time and I've had mine for probably a year now and it's a big bottle so I can only use so much in a short period of time so and it's still just as fresh as the day that I made it. You can also put any moon water that you make if you make rose water or water out of different herbs. Do that as well, but I would also just make sh recommend, uh, make sure recommend, uh, recommend that you put some sort of alcohol base to it, but not something that will like stain anything if it lands on your clothes or lands on your tools or anything or your environment. You want nothing that has like peroxide in it. And I don't know if rubbing alcohol would work, but something that's not like gonna corrode anything that it touches because it does get into the air and it can spread or get on your clothes and you don't wanna like bleach your clothing or your hair by accident. The next option is using sound to cleanse your area. Um, it is said that sound can help dispel stagnant energy or even maybe scare some spirits away depending on what you're doing. Um, I lean more towards using bells or singing bowls um, but other people also do clapping they bang pots and pans maybe they do some chanting so the way I visualize it is when I'm using some of those tools I'm visualizing the sound waves pushing out anything that I don't want in the area anything that's not supposed to be here and just those sound waves because I'm not sure if any of you guys watched the Magic School Bus when you were younger. Not the new stuff, but the old stuff. But I remember there being an episode on music and it showed the sound waves. And that's what I picture when I use a singing bowl or a bell. 
But thinking back, and I've heard this a couple times, if you ever watch the Magic School Bus, there is no way Miss Frizzle is not a witch. She has crazy hair. She has awesome dresses. Her bus literally transforms, and they go on these crazy adventures. Miss Frizzle is a witch. She is a witch, and she's using education as a way to get away with it. I wasn't even planning on mentioning the magic school bus and I'm just really excited now because I totally remembered about that and oh my gosh oh I feel old the next option is using your basalms or your brooms you can use those to sweep your area and they don't even need to touch the ground they just need to do like a sweeping motion in the air I wouldn't want to do it on the ground directly all the time because I don't want to get actual particles in my broom because this is working with energy not with physical dirt and counterclockwise is considered a banishing direction so if you want to banish negative energies you want to sweep in a counterclockwise area in whatever room that you're doing this is more for a room not necessarily for people or objects but if you want to like cleanse your room real quick get your broom maybe do a little bit of chant go counterclockwise the next option is salt. You can either put salt in your baths, in your waters, in your sprays. If you create a circle and you want to make a circle with salt in it or around it, solid or not solid, but a lot of people like to do salt. And if you ever watch Supernatural, they tend to use a lot of salt, especially when it comes to ghosts. Um, the salt is good because it's abrasive if you're cleaning objects and it helps suck out um, moisture out of things and it removes smells it's also used to preserve food and like I mentioned it's good for spirits and protecting against spirits if you make a circle a lot of times depending on your tradition salt is used while casting your circle another easy one that um you probably know it's cleansing, but you don't think about it in like a magical way besides your baths and your showers. And it says water. Water is cleansing. You use it to wash yourself. You use it to wash your dishes. It's clean. If it's clean water, it'll wash you. So you can also wash your tools in there. And of course, you could use soap. You can add oils. You can add the salt. And you can add herbs to it, just depending on what you have available and what you like to do. Um, if you have special water that you made like moon water or you've infused stuff into it you could also use ocean lake or creek water as long as there's not like a lot of germies in it stuff like that besides ocean water you probably don't want to keep too long because the salt in the ocean water will help preserve it a little bit more even if you got some little like sea monkeys or something floating around in there but the lake or the creek and river water will probably have a lot more bacteria in it so you don't want to keep that as long and I wouldn't put that in your baths either because you don't know what's in there and if you also have access to holy water holy water can probably work as well another natural way of cleansing some things is using sunlight or moonlight so depending on the tools that you have and in particularly crystals some crystals can't be exposed to sunlight and then they can be used under the moonlight so depending on if you connect more to the sun or the moon or you don't want to wait till the night so you can use the sun to radiate the heat and the light to kind of help cleanse it in like a positive energy way. Same thing for the moonlight. It just depends on your preference and the time restrictions that you have. Maybe you decided to do a spell 
early in the morning, but you can't wait for the night if you usually do moon cleansing. So put your stuff out in a windowsill for a little bit, maybe do some meditating with them um, just to kind of give it an extra boost and then take it away. It doesn't have to be like all day or super long, just whatever you feel is good enough. And if your tools feel like they are ready to go, just leave it at that. And one more thing I have is you could probably use dirt. Dirt is natural. Dirt is grounding. It is literally a part of the ground and we ourselves ground when we do our magic and that is to release extra energy and to get yourself connected to the earth. So why can't you do that with your tools? You totally can. Some things I would say you could bury for a little bit if you want to bury it for a day or a week or long periods of time. Make sure it's protected in some sort of way and if you leave things outside and if you're doing sun and moon um, cleansing, make sure little fingers can't get a hold of it. If you live in a neighborhood where people walk by and will see your stuff, there's a possibility that people can steal your stuff. Or if you have a lot of things like raccoons or foxes or any animals that might be attracted to shiny things or rocks or stuff, they can also take those things as well. So if you're using dirt to like ground and bury your stuff into I would not put metal in the ground maybe on top but I wouldn't bury it or expose it to any um, water from the outside either so natural sources are a great way of cleansing because they're literally pure and natural and if you do any form of energy healing or if you want to pray over your tools depending on if you're like a Christian witch or some other type of witch that works with prayers or energy healing those work too, just depending on what your tradition is. Okay, so you might have noticed that there's a particular word that I haven't said this entire time. At least I don't think I did. Um, the term smudging. There is a debate whether on what is the appropriate term and the appropriate practice of doing cleansing or using the practice of smudging. I prefer to use the term smoke cleansing and I prefer not to use actual bundles of sage and palo santo as much as possible. Sometimes when you're in social social groups, not during COVID obviously, people use what they have and a lot of that is sage or palo santo because it is something that was commonly given or gifted or purchased and referenced in old books. Um... In most of the books that I've read on beginner witchcraft mention, I don't know if they mention it or call it smudging, but they mention the use of sage and I mentioned why some people don't like using that. So the term of smudging and smoke cleansing are very similar, but they're also different at the same time. So I'm gonna go over one explanation of what smudging and the difference of what smoke cleansing is. And I have a link of just the breakdown of it, um, I didn't want to give you too many options. You can always look up what the difference is. Um, so smudging is the burning of indigenous herbs, specifically white sage, acted as a tool for in invocation performed by specific members of a tribe. They didn't use the herb um, or didn't use the uh, herbal smoke to cleanse a space. Rather, it was a sacred element to the rituals they performed. It was necessary that the members who led the smudging had experience navigating the spirit realm. If done incorrectly, this could anger the spirits and cause negative effects. Therefore, smudging is a symbol of a culture, faith, and heritage. Sorry if I stumbled um, speaking on this. This is actually something I'm nervous to speak about because there is 
a big debate on what is and isn't appropriate in terms of what to call it and what to use. So smoke cleansing is said to be, um, smoke cleansing on the other hand is much more interpretive practice that can be performed by anyone. The smoke cleansing rituals can include spells, crystals, incantations, tarot, and any other number of modification one desires. Because it is not tied to a specific rite or culture, creativity is key component to these rituals. Although smudging and smoke cleansing can look very similar, the meaning and purposes behind them are different so it seems that a lot of cultures have used a variety of herbs for different reasons but smudging seems to be a sacred practice to certain indigenous groups i don't know of all of them because i've heard very different results that some groups do care and some don't or some just say buy from native american or indigenous groups versus purchasing it from a non-indigenous company or group of people um i don't even know if saying indigenous is the proper term because i am a a caucasian woman i'm a white woman and since i am not a part of these cultures i hear so many different things on what the proper term is and if you are part of these communities and you know what the proper term or what you prefer or what a large group of people who identify with these cultures prefer, please let me know because I hear so many different names because there's different tribes throughout the North American, South American continent. So please, I would definitely love if people reached out to make sure I also have correct information. And if any of the information that I am sharing on this topic is wrong, please let me know because I will either add this into the end of this in the future of the episode or add it into a new episode to follow up on. But if you are not familiar with the things that are going through with this conversation and why I'm so nervous about talking about it is, is that there probably are people who interchange the term smoke cleansing and smudging, but just from these descriptions, it shows that they are different, not from the physical thing that you're using smoke to in the air and stuff is what it's doing and the intention that's going into it. And some of it ties into these particular herbs that are being used. So if you are afraid of insulting a culture or you don't feel like it's appropriate for you to do something and maybe you've been using these tools and you've been calling it smudging and you no longer want to call it that, call it smoke cleansing because that's probably what you're doing if you are not from a particular culture that smudges in particular, you can totally change the term that you're using. Um, Some people say you shouldn't use sage or palo santo at all or any herbs that are important to these cultures that are used for smudging. You can always use something else if you are just not comfortable with using it anymore. I used to use sage in the beginning of my practice Years ago, um, acting as if I'm super old, it's been about a decade. So for the first couple of years, I used it a lot more. But then as I started hearing more about it, I kind of felt more uncomfortable. So you can totally evolve and change your practice as you grow and as you learn. And one of the reasons a lot of people don't understand the difference is the terms or the tools that are used are mentioned in older popular books on witchcraft. So that's what you're taught. But until longer after your practice and you're growing in different communities, maybe you're doing more online research when previously you've worked with just books that are not very new, 
you're all of a sudden you're blindsided and you're like holy crap I didn't know that this was a thing and I think I said it um the only time I really do use sage in like a bundle or palo santo is in a group environment but it's always because someone else provided that tool but in the case of what we were doing we are not smudging because that is not the tradition that we are doing we are definitely smoke cleansing but I'm, I'm just not comfortable with using sage anymore I use the oil but also I don't want to contribute to the over harvesting and the incorrect harvesting of white sage I personally do think that being respectful to the groups and cultures that use these traditions is very important because some of these things are sacred to them and we need to be aware of what we are practicing if it is not within our own culture. I'm not saying you cannot practice these things because that is not my place to say you can or can't do something. But I do say you should be very aware of what you're doing in the history and the actual practices and the deep rootedness to some of these things. Because if you aren't doing these things correctly and maybe you are working with spirits and tools that you are not familiar with and if you believe in spirits and deities, you don't want to accidentally maybe insult a culture or deity I don't know if I ever have and I don't want to but like I said now that I'm be slowly becoming more aware of the different things that could happen and just the possible disrespect to an entire culture if I use things incorrectly or even just call them the wrong thing because I'm definitely not smudging when I am doing smoke cleansing they're two different things I do also encourage if you are in the group that still wants to use those herbs and tools and maybe you do use the word smudging, you do you boo, but please don't get angry and offended and yell at people and rant on Facebook groups or blogs and posts like, I can do whatever I want to do because it's always what I've done. I can do whatever blah 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 blah. Don't be that asshole who just because they were given new information and it's they're being told not to do something that they've always done don't be that asshole who gets offended for no reason just educate yourself and then decide what you want to do okay like if you're going to be that person that gets offended because someone called you out for doing something that you might not have realized or maybe you did and you're mad because they called you out on it don't be a Karen I'm sorry if your name is Karen but that is just the name that has been decided by the internet for people who want to talk to your manager or get mad over stupid things we are witches we are supposed to come together we are supposed to educate ourselves in cultures in anything of the sort because we need to be respectful a lot of witches in the past and now still experience I don't know if persecution is the right thing but we get looked down upon we're looked at as if we're evil and wrong and stupid and maybe not stupid but I'm just trying to think of terms that show that we can't act like those people who think they're know-it-alls we are not know-it-alls we know a lot of things and we do a lot of things and we want to incorporate different things that connect with us but don't be a dick don't be a dick about things just because you want to do something and maybe it's of a culture that you are not a part of but you end up doing it wrong and you weren't aware and you're getting called out on it and it makes you upset if you get upset about something do the research and then figure out your shit on your own okay look okay rant over so 
I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know that this last 10 minutes or so has been a little more um, sad. Maybe not sad isn't the right word. I'm tripping on my words. There's so many things I want to describe, and it's just kind of hard to uh, talk about certain things when you're just talking to yourself into a microphone. So if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or information that I might have given that was wrong and you have proper information or just additional information you want to share with me I'm okay with that you can either send me a message on Instagram at Catstein Witchcraft on Twitter at Catstein Witch or you can send me an email at Catstein Witchcraft Podcast at gmail.com so I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast I actually wasn't expecting to record it when I am because it is the week of yule and christmas is coming up in two days it's the 23rd and this episode's probably not going to come out until saturday the day after christmas um and i didn't even think i was going to record this this podcast this week because there's so much going on but i happen to find the time to collect my information and record it so you guys won't have to go two weeks without an episode um so yeah there we go this is the end of episode i hope you guys enjoyed it and i'm gonna stop ranting now and give you your ears back so have a good one and blessed be